Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grow With Shea podcast. I am here today with my good friend, Brittany. What's up, Brittany? Hey, thanks for having me. It's good. This is your first podcast, right? First podcast. How does it it feel? A little weird. Um, I'm really glad that I'm not on camera because that would be like double weird. Yeah. But I think it's good. It's yeah. like it's stuff that I know, so it's it's not that scary, you know, it's stuff I'm passionate about, so I think it's going to be fun. Totally. Well, Brittany and I, we knew each other in middle school and high school. As I said that, I just had a mental image of us in a limo. Do you know what picture oh I'm talking God. about in eighth grade? <laughs> yeah. That was for some reason yes. the picture. Graduation? Or are you talking um, about my birthday? Oh, wow. We had a lot of limos in eighth grade. We were pretty cool. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. I don't know which one it was. I think it was graduation, it was maybe? Graduation. But anyway, we've known each other a while. Yeah. Safe to say. I'm, I'm not going to say how many years. That's okay. Because we're getting to the age where it's like... Starting to feel old. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a long time. It is a long time. Yeah. So I'm so excited to talk with you because you know that my business is growing. Grow with Shay is growing, which is super exciting. And I think many people can relate to my sentiment that the part that I am most afraid of and, mo- and what feels most daunting is the finances. I feel like I am constantly in fear of screwing stuff up, not, you know, having the IRS come knock my door down and be like, you did something wrong, but me not meaning to do something wrong. It's a weird industry being in content creation because it goes from not making any money at all to overnight sometimes, or, you know, can be that quick sometimes, Mm -hmm. making a ton of money really quick. And so I'm so excited to talk with you today, more just selfishly for myself, but hopefully it'll be helpful for other people too about finances. And it seems like you're coming in excited about it. I'm coming in dreading it, not talking to you, (laughs) but just about finances. Like I can feel my blood pressure rising just as I'm talking about it. First thing first, don't stress about it. Secondly, the IRS will not come on your door, come knock on your door. Okay, well, that's good. I'm going to call you if they do though. Call me, that's fine. (laughs) Finances is a scary thing and it's something that everybody has to do and it's something that we are not necessarily taught well in school Mm -hmm. and so you just kind of have to fake it till you make it or figure it out or find someone who knows what they're talking about who's done it and done it wrong and had to figure out how to do it right Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so you're gonna do it wrong sometimes that's okay well that makes me feel better because i feel like okay yeah i will do it wrong you'll do it wrong though you'll make errors and that's okay but you're gonna learn from them right yes right yeah IRS is not gonna come after you Unless you're intentionally trying to like steal and hide a bunch of money. That's not your nature. I wouldn't be worried about it. No. If you're stealing and hiding money, then the IRS will come knocking on your door. (laughs) Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. That makes me feel better. Well, tell me a little bit about kind of like your passion. I know you're branching into a new business as well. Tell me a bit about that. Yeah. So wild. It's crazy because mm-hmm. I've been in the accounting world for 12 years now, which is Giving just... away our age a little bit now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know when I started, though. I could have started in middle school. Um, I'm just kidding. Let's go with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but being in the accounting industry for that long, I'm not an expert by any means, right? I went to school and learned a lot about accounting, but there's just a lot of areas of accounting, right? When mm-hmm. somebody thinks about someone getting their CPA license, they go, taxes. They mm-hmm. must know how to do taxes, which is true. Yeah, we know how to do taxes, but there's mm-hmm. so many other facets of it. Mm-hmm. And so being in accounting, understanding just the ins and outs a little bit of what a business owner goes through from the finance side, right? You don't really understand what a business owner goes through until you're a business owner. And That's it's a true. wild ride, mm-hmm. right? But even just being able to like take one piece of stress and help relieve somebody else with their business is just huge to me. Mm-hmm. And I really found that being in the accounting industry, 
there was a lack of bookkeeping and accounting assistance specifically for small business owners. Mm-hmm. And so probably four years ago, I was really thinking hard, like there is a market for this and mm-hmm. people need help. And all the bookkeepers and accountants that are able to help those small businesses in that capacity are overwhelmed. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they're racking up their prices because cost and, you know, supply and demand, they're trying to like, you know, find that sweet spot and help the people that they can and they're overwhelmed. And then you have these business owners who are just trying to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. The last thing that they wanted to do was to get into a business to do their own accounting. Yeah, I can attest to that. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah, right? <laughs> so you didn't sign up to do accounting. You signed it up to do to do content and to bless and love on people, right? Yeah. In a way that only Shay can do. That I only know that you can do. Which is awesome because well, that's you. unique to you, right? <laughs> I know. It was just something that I was really felt like I need to get on this. So I'd step by step just started slowly taking the steps because of myself was terrifying to start a business Mm -hmm. myself it was terrible to get that EIN number set up that bank account all those stressful steps that we'll probably talk about today Mm -hmm. were super stressful for me too Mm -hmm. so you're not alone in that somebody who even knew how to do it was still like what am I doing Um, but it's one step at a time well and I think it's because when you start a business it's something typically that's really personal you know it's it's kind of like you're exposing a part of your heart for the first time and that's scary and so it's like you know even with this with my journey it's been scary going okay I'm gonna kind of show all my cards here but this is part of what I want my business to be Mm -hmm. so it is scary to start it's easy for me to say oh yeah just do this this and this Brittany or vice versa right oh just do this this and this but when it's your own business there's a lot riding on it. Right. And for you, it's yourself, right? You're putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm putting information out there that you're really hope ain't wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You really like triple checking your facts before you open your mouth because you want to make sure that it's right information because people right. are relying on that information in order to make sound financial decisions. And that can be really scary. Totally. You know, but it's a wicked cool adventure. Yeah. You know, it's yes. scary at first and there's always, there's always bumps, but when you start seeing progress, mm-hmm. that's what makes it really cool. That's awesome. So it's fun. That's so cool. Well, let's dive in. So here I am, a business owner. Yeah. And I um, I think you'll be proud of me because since we talked last time, I have put a few things in place. Okay. But start from the beginning <clears throat> just to help people who are listening. Where do I even start? I have something that was a hobby that now I'm wanting to create as a career. Mm-hmm. I want to make money off of it from multiple revenue streams. That's how my model is working. So where do I start? What do I do from here? When, it, when I start making revenue, what do I do with it? Great do I question. spend it all? That would be fun. Right? <laughs> Dang it. I thought that was going to be your answer. Yeah, no, no sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, there's a lot of facets to it, right? Yeah. When you are starting a business and you're realizing, or starting a hobby, right? And you're realizing that it can turn into something really real. That's when you have to start looking at, mm-hmm. okay, this could be a business and this could actually really go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I need to do something with that, right? Yeah. And so there's like some legal things, legal, legalese things, some things that you should do to help put self, yourself in place to help protect you financially, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of you probably should figure out, which just seems silly, and it seems like one of the last things anybody wants to do, but you gotta figure out what you're gonna name your business. Is yes. it gonna be your name? Is it gonna be a business name? And mm-hmm. hey, has the state of Oregon actually already taken that name? Is there somebody else in the state of Oregon or in the state that you're living in right. already have that name? So I did that. Good. My business name is Grow With Shay LLC. It's registered, but we haven't gotten to that part yet. I'm just excited to tell that's you. That's exciting. Yeah. Because a lot of times that's like what stumps people. It stumped me for a long time to figure yeah. out a name. Yep. Because you got to figure out a name that you really want to stick with. What's the benefit? Like could if I wanted it to just be Shay Quinn LLC, is that okay? That's fine. 
it doesn't matter what it is no, as long as it's not taken. As long as it's not taken, but it's something that you want to make sure that you're pretty confident you want to keep because you can always do DBAs later. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean? It means, uh, oh, you're going to ask me for an acronym. It's basically, I'm not going to give you the acronym because I can't think of it off the top of my head, but That's it's okay. basically like Shay Quinn as growing with Shay. Okay, you know what I mean? It. Kind of a thing. So if you needed to do that later, you could always change it. But mm-hmm. like that name's kind of like the name that your business is founded on, right? Right. First best step is to get it set up with the state. So you've done that, state of mm-hmm. Oregon. Usually people go through the LLC route, which basically is, yes, you are an entity, you are your mm-hmm. own business, mm-hmm. but you're gonna flow through on your personal tax return. It's gonna be a Schedule C, mm-hmm. which basically means instead of getting a W-2, you're reporting it somewhere else on your personal tax return. But it is, it's its own entity, but it's not big enough or robust enough to have its own tax return. Got it, got it. Got it? Mm-hmm. That's step number one. You got to go to the state. You've signed up for your articles of mm-hmm. incorporation. You go through all that. Usually if it's just you, you're literally putting your name like five or six times. Yep. yep <laughs> I'm exactly. the owner. I'm the agent. I'm the registered person. Like you got to go through all those things, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Then you get to wait for the state mm-hmm. to get back to you to say, yep, you've been approved. And have you gotten that yet? Yes. Yep. It's all cool. it's all gone through. That part's done. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that you have that, then you got to go to the IRS and say, hey, I have a business. Have you done that? Is that getting the EIN number? Yeah. I did it. Sweet. I have the EIN number. Nice. I knew you'd be so proud. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> now, here's the question. How long did it take you to actually get that number? Um, so when I did it, I think they, if I remember, it was very clunky. It was a very clunky and hard process. Like, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of times that type of stuff overwhelms me. And so it actually took me probably a solid week or so just to get through it. Cause I like, didn't understand what it was meaning. Mm-hmm. So, um, after I actually submitted it, I can't remember if it was the same day or a couple days later, they did send me a, um, an email with it listed in there with the number listed, but then I got the paper copy. I think it was like two or three weeks after that. Okay. Now, did you send in your paperwork or did you do it all online? I did it all online. Okay. So if you think you had known the answers to the questions, how long do you think it would have taken you to fill out that application? probably 30 minutes tops like it wasn't bad yeah Yeah. good so that's and that's why i ask you because when i did it it took me 15 to 30 minutes but i know the types of questions that they're asking right Right. so it's kind of good to have that you know it could take you between a half hour to a Mm -hmm. week depending on the types of questions you know well and i think for me when it comes to finance like i have to spread it out or else i get too overwhelmed Mm. and like and so i think that's part of it too where if i had a different mind or my life was a bit different i probably could have gotten that whole process done quicker, but it just, it's overwhelming to me. I did the same thing. When I got my business name from the state, I probably waited three weeks before I signed up for my EEN because I thought it was going to be such a robust process. Yeah. And I was terrified. I was like, I don't want to have to, I don't want to do it wrong. I don't want to have to call them and try to get a hold of somebody and set it up. And then I got on there and I'm like, oh, it's actually not as bad as I thought. You know, so it's just giving yourself small milestones and goals Mm -hmm. is the best way to get set up because it can be really overwhelming at first. Yeah. I don't even know why I have an EIN. I just knew I had to do it. And the reason it prompted or I prompted was prompted to do it was I needed it to put in for like PayPal for Mm -hmm. um, my social media accounts to get paid for certain things Mm -hmm. can you explain that because I don't that's why I got it I didn't know that I needed it until they're like asking me what my EIN is and I'm like I should probably get one of those Mm -hmm. can you explain why we need those so it's an identification number for your business and here's why it's really important especially for an LLC that's not an S corp or corporation or a partnership right Mm -hmm is if you don't have any IN, you're using your social security number. Mm, and that's just scary. And it's like, just not something you really want to be doing, right? Yeah. If you can help it, right? Obviously, most of these sites or all of them are probably really secure. They're probably legally obligated to have to have very secure 
mm-hmm. systems in place, right? But what happens if your social security number gets put somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Also what happens, what if people start paying you mm-hmm. and they issue you a 1099 at the end of the year saying, um, hey, Shay, I paid you over $600 this year. I want to give you a 1099 to tell the IRS how much I paid you. I need you to fill out this W-9. Mm-hmm. Well, W-9 asks for your name or your business name, your address associated with your business, and either your social security number or your EIN. Got it. Do you want your social security number really going out to everybody you provide services for? True. Probably yeah, you not. Just don't want it floating out there. Yeah. So it's a way to protect yourself to have something that's not so secure. Definitely. And especially like if you worked with somebody that you may not really want to work with in the future, just wasn't a good fit mm-hmm. and you feel uncomfortable, but then all of a sudden they need your social security number moving forward. It's just one of those things where Got it. it just feels better when you have an EIN to protect you by, right? Got and it. knowing that it takes two steps to get that, it's totally worth it. Yeah. You know? And I think it did cost money to, does it cost money? I don't know if that for For the state, it's $100 a year to get your LLC. And then for federal, it's free, I think. Pretty sure it's free. Yeah. There's no reoccurring It's more minimal in the sense that like when you look at the risk you're avoiding or what you're avoiding, you know, I don't want to get penalized for not having an an operating business license. I don't want to get penalized Mm -hmm. or have my social security number stolen. It's worth the money to do it the right way. (laughs) Well, and just peace of mind, right? Peace of mind knowing that you're doing it the right way. The thing that's a huge bummer is there's not a lot of places out there that actually telling people how to do this. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times you just feel like you're flailing around Mm -hmm. trying to figure it Mm -hmm. out. And now, now you all know first two steps to help really just take care of yourself. Right. 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 Keep that awesome. security. Yeah. So I'm proud of myself. I did both of those. Yes. What is the next step from here? So next step would be contacting the city. Okay. So some cities don't have it, but the city of Medford does. You have to get a business license. Oh, got it. Okay. okay. So that's different than registering your business. Yep. So it's registering it, but also it's a, it's like you get this nice, cute little piece of paper mm-hmm. that you get from the city every year. And I think it's 50 bucks a year, okay. but it's basically like a license to perform business services in the city. With my business, because it's, I'm not like, I'm not like a store that I'm selling stuff within Medford. Like mm-hmm. my business will be internationally. Mm-hmm. Is that still something that would be worth getting? It's something worth getting because you're operating in in Medford, it's in, just Medford based in the on city, where yeah. You are. And you can always call them. Like I know, like for me, I call them. I'm like, I'm operating out of my house right now, doing bookkeeping and accounting services. Do I really need it? And they're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you need it. Okay. It's always nice to call just based on the types of services you're providing, or even a lot of times everybody's like, I'm setting myself up, but I'm actually not doing anything yet. Mm-hmm. Then you don't really need it until it's time, got right? It. Until you're got actually it. making money. The city just likes to help keep track of what they got going on. Got it. So, so I have not done that yet. So I will do that next. So that's I thought step it was, one. For some reason, I thought it was the same thing, but it makes sense. One is you're registering your business with the state, mm-hmm. with Oregon. And then what you're talking about is getting a license to perform services within Medford. Within and not all city ha- cities have that. You have to kind of look, right? Is what I'm right. understanding. Yep. Okay. And like for me, I specifically asked them, I said, I'm providing services all over Southern Oregon. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you just worry about the Medford one. So it's really nice. They're super quick to respond. Usually there's an email on the website for whatever city you're contacting and just say, hey, this is what I'm doing. What do I need? And they usually even email you the form, which cool. is so nice. Awesome. Super easy. Awesome. Yeah. So that's on my list. I haven't done that yet. Yep. That's on your list. Great. What happens after that? So you start making money. Yes. So what do you do with that money? Yes. 
So, do you have a bank account? I do. You I was do? excited to tell you about oh, that too. Yeah. Look at I, you. Yes, I opened up a bank account. I ended up going. It was actually one with a previous business that I had that I've like dissolved at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of just rolled everything over into this new one, but um, it's through a credit union. So I was going to ask you about that, kind of the benefits between that. That's just kind of what I had already beforehand. Mm -hmm. And so it was just easy to keep it that way. But um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that too, if that's a good route or what you think. I always like credit unions Mm -hmm. because, you know, you're working with local people and local branches, somebody Mm -hmm. you can call, someone you can go physically go see. Mm -hmm. I like that aspect. Mm -hmm. The other part about that's really nice about credit unions is they don't have a ton of fees. Right. You don't have to worry about monthly service fees. You know, Mm -hmm. monthly service fees can run anywhere between like five bucks to 20 bucks a month. Yes. And you're just paying for nothing. Right. I mean, you're paying for something, but you know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. when there's places that don't have that, it it's just, yeah, yeah, it just seems kind of slimy. And then you're also working with big companies that you never know who's going to buy in and things could change. And then it's more of a hassle, right? To move your business mm-hmm. to another bank. So you'd mm-hmm. rather just start somewhere where, you know, and you plan to stay long-term. Got it. Right. Got it's it. just less hassle. One less thing you have to worry in the finance world that you mm-hmm. have to do later, yep. which is less. I think the other thing, or the one thing I don't love about credit unions, and I don't think all credit unions are like this, but the one that I'm with is just a bit more clunky. Like it's not Mm. as easy to transfer money in and out. It's, it's more laborious in that way, but where I'm at right now, that's also kind of a benefit because I kind of just want to, well, I'll, I'll see after your advice if I feel the same way, but I kind of want to just start building money in there Mm -hmm. to where I kind of want to make it a little challenging for me to just go and like take it out. Like I have a debit card if I need Mm -hmm. to use it for business expenses or whatnot. So pro or con, I guess, depending on maybe eventually down the line when I'm, you know, making buco bucks down the line, maybe it'd be nice to diversify and Mm -hmm. have a credit union and then have more of like a, what's the, Opposite. Like an op, well, you could just do like a regular, a regular bank, regular bank. Yeah, yeah. it's like someone's got an operating account. You know, you yeah. can have. I like the clunkiness of things. You know, mm-hmm. when my husband and I first got married, we got a um, Capital One 360 savings account, mm-hmm. and it was like all the rage, however many years ago. But the cool thing about it, people might not think it's cool, but the cool thing about it is it takes like six to eight days to actually transfer money out of it. So you actually have to think about if you really want something, you actually have to plan for it instead Mm -hmm. of it being an impulse buy. Mm -hmm. And for us, we really needed to curb our impulse buys. So Mm -hmm. we actually threw a lot of money in there and we actually had to think about it, which for me, I really liked. Mm -hmm. So some people may really, like myself, really like the credit unions because you actually have to really put in the effort instead of an instant gratification, which is really hard in our society Mm -hmm. is that instant gratification. Mm -hmm. So is that really a business expense? Is it a drop? That's totally fine if you Mm -hmm. want to use something for personal, but do you really want it? Right. You know, and just especially in the early years when your business is growing, you know, you want to keep pouring as much back into your business as you can afford, right? Right. right. So there's pros and cons to that. But really, honestly, I like the credit unions because there's no hidden fees. They Mm -hmm. tell you how it is. But with that, you get some things that just aren't as streamlined. Yeah. And you just have to weigh out the pros and cons. Totally. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's checked off my list. I got that done. So now what? So now what? Okay. So... Are you routing all your business expenses through your bank account now? I am. Okay. I am. I, th- I think I have actually a couple that I need to change over. So that is something I need to go and double check. But any of my new stuff that I've opened up with my new business name with all mm-hmm. of that, I have used that account okay. now. Yeah. So you just go back through a couple months of bank statements mm-hmm. and just kind of scroll through or print them out and highlight the things and just start moving them over. Mm-hmm. So now you've got it tracking in your bank account. Great. Mm-hmm. But how do you know how much you made or spent in a month? Do I have to look at my statements or something gross? You have to, you know, you gotta do something. <laughs> or something <laughs> at least like in, that. The, in the finance world, you should do something with them. You really 
should be really analyzing your income and expenses on a monthly mm-hmm. basis. So that probably means bookkeeping. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the part that, that I want to cry and run away and say, okay, this was fun, Brittany, but like I'm done now. Like, But what, so what about it is scary? I think it just feels overwhelming. Even in my personal finance, like we have, um, we use every dollar to like track all of our stuff. And so I do have QuickBooks mm-hmm. and I think it's just a matter of, I have to switch everything over from my dissolved business now into my new name and kind of just like update that. But even with my personal, it just feels overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when I say it, it's not, it's like, I'm able to do it. And it's when I start, when I start doing it, it's not that big of a deal. I think what also makes me feel overwhelmed is when I'm working with a credit card and a debit card that stresses me out. So I try, I I think as I'm talking about this right now, I think with my business, I really want to keep it all debit related, Mm -hmm. debit card related, Mm -hmm. because that's so, that's so much easier in my mind, right? You put in money and then you spend it. Yeah. And so that feels less overwhelming, but I think also too, just like tracking it all. But I know like in QuickBooks, there is a way to integrate all of that, like every dollar where, you know, it's there or QuickBooks has the budgeting option where you can track all of that. I just hate doing it too. Well, I mean, it's hate doing it. Hey, have to learn it, right? If mm-hmm. it's not something you're passionate about, learning about something you're not passionate about is like going back to school. Right. 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 You got to take yeah. the class in order to pass and you're like, what am I doing? You know, but so I guess the incentive there is, but that's how I make my money. Or it's how you know where your money's going, right? Right. How do you know that you are making the right business expenses, right? right? How do you know that you're not using the most efficient, it doesn't have to be the cheapest system out there, right? Mm -hmm. But how do you, like, how can you gauge, hey, I'm using this software and it costs me X amount of money per month. Mm -hmm. Is there a cheaper software out there or is the one I'm actually using most efficient and great use of my time and therefore actually the cost benefit is to go with the more expensive thing, Mm -hmm. right? But you don't know that until you actually look at, I mean, first that's looking at your bank statements, right? Yeah. That's a great place to start. Yeah. But then after that, you have to start looking, okay, what are my revenue sources? How much am I expensing on a monthly Mm -hmm. basis? Because then, then you can go, okay, I've got my income and I've got my expenses. What's my net? What am I actually making every mm-hmm. single month? And what do I want to do with that? Mm-hmm. Do I got to pay taxes? Well, that's another conversation, right? <laughs> do I got to pay taxes? Am I investing it back in my business? Mm-hmm. Then I need a vacation. Like, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, mm-hmm. figuring out what those things are, but you won't know what they are because you haven't actually put it in the books, right? right? right. Because looking at your bank statement, and seeing that you have X amount of money just sitting in your savings account doesn't necessarily mean that that's right. yours to spend. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. it could be already budgeted for something else. So mm-hmm. finding a system that works for you and maybe, maybe it's starting out in Excel if you like Excel mm-hmm. or writing it down by hand until you understand the ins and outs mm-hmm. and then can transfer it over to a program mm-hmm. that you can better understand later. Nice. I like it. I think too, it's just helpful saying it all out loud. Yeah. You know, and just like kind of talking through it because I think I avoid finance like I um, avoid the plague and like I was alive back then. Avoid our current plague. COVID, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but it's like, I just, it's like, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to acknowledge that it's there. And mm. so even it's like, okay, as I'm talking about it, I've done harder things in my life than this. I've lived through traumas that have been harder mm. than this. Do I still not enjoy it? Yes, I don't enjoy it. And it's something I can do though. Right. And it's okay that I don't like it. And it's okay to say, this is the part I hate the most about it. Like, I think just saying that is helpful. (laughs) Totally. Well, and realizing that hard is like, can be applied in so many different levels to so many different things, right? Yes, you could do anything you want to do. Sometimes we just don't want to do it. Yeah. Because 
it's just not it's not the way our brains work right mm-hmm. and that's why it's really good and important to get people in your corner that mm-hmm. are have good skill sets in the areas that you aren't as skilled in mm-hmm. so that you can build each other up right and say okay I need steps one through five because I can't get from point A to point B without them. Right. Otherwise, I'm just going to turn my head and walk the other way. Right. right? And that stops you from growing. Yep. Yep. Okay. Way to bring it back to my brand. I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and with that being the case, like, I know that's, that's your business is like, I mean, and I see why you're doing it because you're so good at it. Like just in the short amount of time that we've had, I feel like I feel empowered and like, okay, I can do this. So I'm curious for people that are listening, like what services do you offer in that way? And I know because it is financially related, that's always a concern of like, I'd like to hire, or, you know, people might be thinking I'd like to hire somebody to help me with this, but I'm not making any money right now. Mm -hmm. Like, how does that work? Mm -hmm. So like, and, and I guess maybe what are some things to look for if people can't, you know, work with you? Just like, what's some advice for people that need support, need help? Like, what can they do? Yeah, no all really good questions right Sorry, because I, I was a lot there. Well, it's like I, I think about like my own business you know I may not feel that with finances but I feel that with everything else right, right. writing a mission and vision statement please see girl please that's don't. where we need to help each other yeah I'd I'm be like, like let's do that give me that them questions like <laughs> I know how to write an outline but that's about it you know <laughs> it's it's all about taking baby steps yeah. right so there's always people in your life that have good strengths in a lot of different areas right mm-hmm. finding that one person to say hey I just need to bounce ideas with you like I just need somebody to listen to a sounding board, right? Because as we're talking, right, I can see your wheels turning in your head going, okay, now I think I can make this step next, right? Mm -hmm. So that first step is really just able to, for those who process things verbally, which is like me, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's just nice to process it. Mm -hmm. This is where I'm at and this is where I need to be. I don't necessarily know the steps, but at least I can hash it out and figure out what that is, right? So that's either stomp your feet around and say, I don't like it. I know I have to do it and I don't like it. Great. So. <laughs> Mind dump it, write it down, scream it off the rooftop, whatever, right? Yeah. That first, I hate that. finances. <laughs> and if I hear it, I will come like Superman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I believe that. I can see that. I can picture that. That's a great first step, right? And then yeah. after that, it's really just just reaching out and, and, and asking, right? I'm mm-hmm. always here to help. Like My passion is Mm-hmm. small business owners. I want our community to thrive. I didn't realize how empowering it is as a business, small business owner, mm-hmm. but also the community of small yes. business owners, especially in our valley, and how important it is to support local mm-hmm. people in your community, mm-hmm. whether you're in Southern Oregon or anywhere else, right? Mm-hmm. It's just important to be a good support system because ultimately like we're on this planet to love people and to uplift people and bless people, right? And so I found that passion. So yeah. if you're a small business owner, you're in the valley, or even if you're not in the valley, just mm-hmm. give me a call, shoot Where, me a message. How do they find you? Well, many places. You can find me on Instagram, awesome. Bright Financial LLC. And it's B-R-I-T-E. Yes, mm-hmm. not the conventional, but I like it. I, I like, like it. it, yeah, I do too. I'm married into the good one. Instagram, I think, is probably the best place. We're working Great. on a website, which is exciting. Awesome. I have no idea what it looks like because it's not my world, but I'm like, I want this, this, and this. Yes. Um, so I'll, I'll have that up here shortly, but awesome. Instagram right but now is a, a good a place to Great place to start, because awesome. I'm new to the business world too, you know, yes. so I'm learning and growing. But Honestly, a great place to start is just look at where you're at. Where are you at right now? Do you, and what are your goals, right? Mm -hmm. What's the goals for this business? Is my goal to pay off a bunch of debt? Is my goal to buy a car or we're saving for a house or we've Mm -hmm. got a family coming and we just want to be financially stable or Mm -hmm. we're looking at retirement and we just, you know, whatever that goal is, like that's a really good place to start and then go, okay, well, 
where are my finances now? Mm -hmm. And just even analyzing your own finances and where you are is scary and daunting and a huge task. And if you've done that, Mm -hmm. congrats, because that's huge, right? And it can hurt. It can really sting sometimes to really be like, where am I at? And how do I get from point A to point Mm -hmm. B? You'd actually be really surprised at how far you can get just by looking at where you are currently, right? right? For, you know, my husband and I, we have been on that journey since we've gotten married pretty much on paying off debt and um, looking more at our personal finances. And so there was a point when we were first starting where I was more excited about it. So I know that that lives in there and I just have to know the why and have the context, Mm -hmm. I think. And I'm still Mm -hmm. learning that as it applies to business. So I will say that I'm very grateful that we don't have debt starting out with. And so it's kind of like, you know, it's there's still things to keep up on. It's it's a lot. And that is such a huge relief, like going into it where it's like, okay, like, and, and so my point, I guess, in saying that is it, we paid off a lot of debt. Like we had car payments, we had student loans that were a nightmare mm-hmm. and we did it. It was a lot of debt. So if, I, if we can do it, like anybody can do it. And Congrats. so thank you. That takes a lot of perseverance. Yep. We sold a car and got a lesser expensive one. Mm-hmm. And um, all of that to say, though, it's possible and it was worth it. And I do feel really passionate about that, too. So I just I just needed to get like reinvigorated in my <laughs> business, you know, like to feel passionate about that. So and that's what that. I love. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like my, you know, people ask me, like, what's the core of your business? And for me, like really mulling it over, it's trust and empowerment. Mm-hmm. But really that empowerment of like, I want people to feel empowered. Like you should be proud and empowered by your business right it's something you're passionate about something that you can do to help others and provide information to others Mm -hmm. and just be yourself yeah and that should be really empowering well and I love what you said uh, just a little bit ago too of you want or I don't know that you said it quite like this what I got out of it was that you're here to love people to support people and you're you are really passionate about Mm -hmm. that which is cool I think for me sometimes I second guess myself or I kind of get in my head a little bit of oh, I don't want to ask somebody for help, like, because, well, pride is one. But aside from that, it's like, I've I've felt that way with you too. I'm like, I know you're so busy. Like every little ounce of your time is so valuable to me. And I never want it to feel like I'm taking advantage of you or anybody. Like, Mm. and so I think in my mind, it always equates that if I'm not paying somebody, how am I showing them that like what they're giving me is valuable if I don't Mm. have the finances to do that. But it was just a good reminder because I feel the same way where it's like, If people reach out to me asking questions about content, like if it's going to be super time extensive or, you know, like where I'm going to have to prepare materials for it, it's like, well, yeah, like that's going to take time. And I do want to be like financially compensated for that. But if it's like quick questions or people are just like, hey, I'm just starting out with this, like. I I know for me, I feel like, yeah, like I don't expect to be paid because that's part of what I love doing. Right. And there's definitely an element of just blessing and loving on other people, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's been so many people and I'm sure for you as well, but for me that I've just stepped in and been like, I don't, I don't want anything from this, but like, I want to support and love Mm -hmm. on you. And I know that what you're doing is, is worthwhile. Right. And so paying it forward, but also just being like, you know, we're all in it together. We're all learning and growing together. And it doesn't always have to be about the financial aspect of things. Mm -hmm. Yes. It is very important for you and for anybody else listening. And for myself as a good reminder that your time is valuable, Mm -hmm. right? And you have to be able to be proud to say, yep, I'm worth this much. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there is also a place for, there are other people starting out and you want to be able to give them that, that extra boost because Mm -hmm. I mean, Honestly, for myself, if there were some people that didn't reach out to me and say, hey, I'm willing to help you and I'm not asking for anything in return, I can't guarantee that where 
where I'd be here today. Right. 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 And, and, and it's not just because of those experiences, but it's, I don't know, it's just this community, right? You want to build this community of people and it's not like, and for me, when I reach out with people or people reach out to me and want to chat with me, it's not like a one and done, like, oh, here's your question, move on. It's a, you're actually building relationships in a community that grows, right? Mm -hmm. So that we grow together and we learn and we get to celebrate together and we Mm -hmm. get to have this community because this whole community of small business owners that I'm learning about, we all go through the same struggles. Totally. Right? It's nice to not feel alone. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's great. I love my husband and he's so supportive and loving, but he also, like, he has a nine-to-five job, which is great and I'm so thankful for it. And I have a nine-to-five job too, but there are some things that I'm learning as a business owner that I can't connect with him on right. because he's not experiencing the same thing I am. Right. So having people like you and other people mm-hmm. in my network to be like, guys, Today, I just woke up and decided it's all going to burn. You know, like it's not going to make it. We're going to go back to our day job. It's not worth it anymore, Mm -hmm. right? And having those people who have been there and understand that and can feel that can be like, yeah, I just felt that yesterday, but today I feel so much better. Like work through today, tomorrow's another day. You know, those kinds of things, building that community. And I'm all here for it. I could totally use a community. So anybody willing to have a conversation with me, I'll buy a cup of coffee and we'll chat or, you know, whatever. I love it. Is there anything else that you kind of want to leave people with? Mm. Advice, thoughts? That I feel like you packed in so much good information in such a quick amount of time. You're a efficient girl. You're yeah, efficient. I, I do. I love that. <laughs> it's it's a it's a um what do you say? Not a love hate relationship, but it's one of those strengths pro- and weaknesses. Yeah, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. That's there what I'm looking go. for. It's a blessing and a curse, you know, because you're always looking for efficiencies. But it's good. It's good. Yeah. I, you know, I think for anybody who's thinking about starting a business and who's concerned with the financial aspect of things or just a concern in general about starting a business, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to be good at everything, mm-hmm. right? You just have to be passionate about something, something mm-hmm. that, you know, you can stick with. And if it's something you're passionate about and something that you want to make worthwhile, all the other pieces are going to fall together because ultimately in order to get to your goal, you'll have to go through all those hoops. And there's so many people that have done it. Right. And I've done it wrong and I've done it right. And we all made it. Right. Mm-hmm. And just remember that, like, you know, you're, you're not going to hit it, the nail on the head every time. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's true. I've, and I've had to remind myself of that too, with this content stuff. It's like other people have done it before. Maybe not exactly the way I've done it or exactly the thing, but it's like, it's been done. That feels nice too. Yeah. I mean, people have been doing finances for years. There's a time where I was like, no one's going to want to listen to me. Yeah. I'm saying the same stuff. I mean, I'm just, some days I'm pulling stuff from the IRS website and going, this is what the IRS said here, you know, but some people can't bridge that gap. Right. But there's that fear of who would want to listen to me, to little old me, you know? And I know that everybody starts out that way, but we were all created to have a voice. We're all yes. unique in our in our own ways, and it's well, important. But the thing is, like, I'm gonna say Dave Ramsey for an example because we used his program. If people yeah. don't know him, he's pretty well known. But you know, there was a lot of good information we got out of there, and I have gotten more out of this time that we've spent in what 40 minutes or so because you're different. You're Brittany Bright. Hmm. And, and the way that you come across, like I connect with people who tend to be more empathic and kind of more, maybe not so black and white. Mm-hmm. And maybe in your mind you are, you don't come across that way where you're very um, open to hear ideas and open to sit with, or how I felt like open to sit with me and, you know, my kicking and screaming of like, I hate this. <laughs> and like, there's been room for it where I know other people, especially in the financial world 
That's not the case. That's what I feel like makes you special or one of the things that makes you special, but you have that empathy to match all of like the brain power and knowledge that you've always had in life. Like you've always been really smart in that way, but that's what I think makes you really special um, is that empathy piece. And Mm. that's so freaking cool because people, some people respond to the Dave Ramsey's where not saying he's not an empathic person, but him and I would have a conversation and the same topic and I might be crying by the end of it. I'd be crying. (laughs) I would have cried. I feel like, you know, he comes in saying you're doing this, this and this wrong, but I'm trying so hard. You know, everybody just learns different Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. I think what you have to offer is amazing and I'm just so excited to Mm -hmm. watch watch it grow parting words you know you saying all those things I would have never thought that 10 years ago right Mm -hmm. I hung out with some pretty smart people in my days and made never made me feel like I was a smart person right but this business has made me feel like oh I actually know a thing or two you know so anybody out there who's like I don't know if I know enough I bet you you know enough if you're passionate about it you probably know enough and just give it a shot yeah. You never know what'll happen, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it feels so much better just to be like, I do know a lot and there's a lot I don't know. Yeah, and that's you okay. Know? We're and not supposed okay to know to it all. Admit that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, been, that's been one of the most empowering things for me too is like recognizing it's weird. As I get older, I just get more questions and that's okay though. Well, yeah. I but mean, I also know more than I did before too, so. Yeah, I mean, and sometimes you won't know the answers and you'll never know all the answers, right? And you mm-hmm. just do it the best with what you have today and you move forward yep. and you don't look back and harp on yourself for not knowing the answers back then because you couldn't have done anything with the information you didn't have right yep. it's learning and growing yep. and it's a fun process and it sucks sometimes yep but it's great all the same so finances are the same yep. for me it's something else it's not finances it's all the other stuff yeah <laughs> like the content and the you know how do i do this and how do i present myself and how do i go tell someone you know come hire me. I'm worth it. You know, those are the things that I'm sure some other people listening are like, Oh, I could sell myself all day long. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has their thing. Yep. Keep learning and growing. Well, man, thank you so much for being here. That was awesome. Thanks for having me. I'm so honored.